Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Spinnerfell. What's up, y'all? It's Jonathan Rollins. And Skiff Musara. <laughs> Two Americans living in Sweden. Talking mm. about the... Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Yeah, man. It's uh, playoffs. We're down to the Super Bowl. And and when it comes to the Super Bowl, Woo! it don't get no better than that, baby. <laughs> wow, uh, that's some serious disrespect to the Pro Bowl. Are you just gonna say like, <laughs> you just gonna act like that's not happening this weekend? Yes. Well, they made it. They've done the best they can do with what it turned into, with the players just out there just bullshitting around, collecting their checks. They've made it. More like the NBA All Star Game, which is probably the ultimate All Star Game hmm. of all of the All Star Games, with their different, uh, you know, competitions and fun atmosphere, yeah. laid back. <clears throat> they just have a good time, even though I the game, All Star Game, is the worst thing about the NBA because they don't play defense. But you know, right? I'm pretty sure the NHL All Star Game is this weekend as well. Really, um, I think so. Now? I think it is this weekend. They always do it in the middle of the season. I don't know. NBA does too, but there's just like, I guess it's like next month. Mm. I think the NBA season starts about two or three weeks after the hockey season. Oh, okay. Okay. Around. So. They're both a bunch um, of games. <clears throat> yeah, but uh, what a weekend. A lot to dig into with these two games. I've watched both games at least twice. Right. Uh, and. I, both games left me kind of baffled. Mm. Neither game went how I thought it would go. I'm really glad we didn't bet. You're right, actually. Neither game really went according to according to script. Uh, yeah, the results. Based, based... The results make sense, but the, <clears throat> the games. Yeah, and neither game really sort of. Um, Neither game really turned out the way you thought it was going to turn out based on Mm-mm. based on the first quarter, right? Nah. Um, I mean, we might as well just dive right in. and Because for, yeah. for, for me, the Chiefs-Ravens game, I mean, those two teams, they came out throwing haymakers right out of the bro, gate. Bro. You, you yeah. kept thinking like, okay, shit, we are in for a classic. Yeah. Like, th- this is going to be an amazing game. And then it, it it's – it's like it took a couple of drives for the defenses to go, okay, hold on. The mm-hmm. party's over. <laughs> both sides, really. I mean, both yeah. defenses played played really, really well. It lights out in the second half, yeah. Um, I mean, that Kelsey one-handed touchdown catch was ridiculous in the end zone, falling in the back of the end zone. 
Mahomes not throwing a single incompletion until sometime in the second quarter. Also yeah, ridiculous. 11, first 11 passes. Yeah. yeah Lamar, uh, you know, picking up that fourth down play a few plays later, chiefs had him dead to rights, should have sacked him. And then mm-hmm. he throws this long ass bomb to flowers. Um, I mean, it, it, it just felt like as time went on, both defenses heated up, but there was only one offense that was able to adjust. Because Lamar, they made Lamar Jackson look like, like a college quarterback, who, who mm. was just holding on to the ball too long, which is not what we're used to seeing from him. But then when you look at the coverage, you're like, yeah. they didn't have anywhere to throw it. <laughs> they I were understand. blanketing those receivers, and then they were making him move off the ball, and then he was just having to create. He was still looking downfield. Uh, without those three turnovers, it's a pretty different game. But they did have three turnovers. Yeah. I mean. He got the, the, the One of the Kansas City scores was after that Lamar Jackson fumble when he got hit on the blind side. Yeah. I mean, my I guess what I I can understand that 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 the coverage was great, but this is Lamar Jackson we're talking about and I actually am going to I'm going to I'm going to do something I don't normally do and I'm going to have to criticize my man former bulldog Todd Munkin. Mm, um, I was going to say I was waiting. I was going to say man, the game plan wasn't there, man, and the adjustments weren't there. And and I think this may you know we 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 we've given a lot of credit to him or I have given a lot, I've I've given more, uh, probably too much credit. Oh, on that shit. <laughs> um, well, we we've given a lot of credit to him and Lamar for Lamar Jackson's transformation this year of mm. of being able to stand and they're basically trying to turn him into Patrick Mahomes. Like, can we stick this guy in the pocket and get him to move the launch point and 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 become more of a pocket passer instead of a, you know. But the problem was is that, he, like Dan Campbell, who we'll talk about later, when the shit starts to hit the fan, mm-hmm. maybe you need to rethink your philosophy a little bit. They tried and, a bit. They ran a couple runs with him. I hadn't seen as much of that until this game. Um, they abandoned the running game. They acted like they were <laughs> down by 20 when right. they were – when they were down by 10 and 13 or whatever. Yeah. Well, they acted like they were down by 20 when knowing that they literally oh, only, only had. I know, but they, they acted like that even though they they also acted like they only had one receiver on the field. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like you look at the box scores. Zay Flowers, five receptions for 115 and a touchdown, and no one else comes close. No one else comes close to that, uh, which is a little and surprising. Flowers had another touchdown, man. Sneed with uh, the fucking clutch play because that changes I mean, that game. That changes that, has, that game. That's, the, if he's that's the play of the game. That yeah. is the the play of the game. Sneed punching the ball out at the goal line. Um, I always feel have mixed feelings. I, I get it's so easy to criticize people after something goes wrong and say like, oh, you know, that's a rookie move. He shouldn't have reached out for the goal line. Of course, you can say that because he fumbled. <laughs> but mm. 
had he not fumbled, you'd be like, oh my God, what a wow. gutsy play for the rookie yeah. to make and dive like Superman over the lines. It's like, yeah. It, um, I, I'm not going to sit here and trash Zay Flowers because I, I, I think he's been a revelation. He's been so great. I, I, I was really happy that he turned out to be as advertised coming into the league as a rookie because he came in. Um, where was I think he was at Boston College, which is a place where you're like, mm. huh? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like nobody really thinks about about them, and and you never know what's going to happen when these guys come in the league. But he's been amazing. My big question was like, didn't you go out and spend like fifteen million dollars to get OBJ on your team? It it felt like uh, OBJ one, had a couple one, catches. It felt like it was only one catch. Oh, sorry, I was looking at Gus Edwards. He had three catches, but still, okay. it's like you never saw. I never saw OBJ until the end. I don't think I saw him yeah. until the late third. Beginning it of felt like quarter. it took them too long to abandon ship. Like, but no, they abandoned the run game, but they didn't abandon their pass attack. You know, yeah, it's like they didn't have any adjustments for that. But I think they were surprised at how the Chiefs were. Well, they were kind of. I don't know. Well, also, man. It, felt, it just it, it just felt uh, like it just they the were in mud. That, the other thing that I think kind of confuses a lot of teams sometimes um, you think about the fact that Mark Andrews was back for this game and you think, and you think to yourself like, Oh man, that's so great. They get one of their best pass catchers back. But the problem was, is that it completely disrupted the rhythm that, that Mm -hmm. Lamar had had manufactured with Isaiah likely over the last half Mm -hmm. of the season. Um, Because I'm sitting here looking at like, I can't figure Mark Andrews has two targets, two catches for 15 yards, and then yeah. you just never saw him again. Uh, likely, on the other hand, ha- also has only two catches for 16 yards. I'm like, what do we, what, what? I, I agree with you. I think they abandoned the run game, which only made it more difficult for them to do the play, ac- play action pass setup. And you I didn't see I mean? Cook at all. <clears throat> nope. Did not touch the ball. He wasn't. But he uh, never... it was a lot of underneath passes to Justice Hill or Justin Hill, whatever his name is. Hmm. There was a lot of that, like where Lamar's looking, 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 there's nothing, and then he just dumps it off. Hill makes some plays, and then Lamar's scrambling. That was kind of it besides big, uh, say, Flowers plays. I mean, at the half, Lamar only had five completions, and one of them was to himself. <laughs> that was dope. Which, which was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? I was looking at the – it was like these big-time throws that he missed every one of them. There were chances when he did try to go downfield and make – That's and it true. Was like, this is going to be tough, and all of he them, missed all of those. All of them except the, the – he hit the one to Flowers yeah, in the first the quarter, but that yeah. was it. And he kept trying yeah. that, and he kept – he was always like three or four overthrown. yards overthrown. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it's like those include, are the ones that Mahomes did not miss. He made all of those tough big time throws. Yeah, including including the interception, which was a pass attempt to Isaiah Likely, who was in triple cover. Why is Likely putting his hand up, yes, saying like yeah. I'm open? <laughs> like, what are you? No, dude, you are not open. You're. It's like open. unlikely that you're gonna get this. <laughs> <laughs> this is the least likely catch. Least likely. That. His middle name is Least. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He threw his hand up. It's like I would never trust him again. The rest of his career. No, I no, I threw my hand up. I don't care. There was one I saw Bateman got 
free, but they had gotten a little bit of pressure, and uh, I'm sure he didn't want to pull the trigger on that. But I was just looking at it like, damn, I was trying to figure out how I wanted Lamar to get all the way. And uh, but then it's hard, like the game plan that Andy Reid put out there to like to offset the speed of the of the defense of the Ravens. All of these little it's like different types of screens hitting them with screens in different parts of the field. It was pretty, pretty smart the way they did it, because all of that speed. Besides Hamilton was flying around like uh, uh, it was amazing the way he was playing. Uh, but if they stayed away from Hamilton and hit those screens, it was working. I, I feel like the Ravens defense did everything they possibly could to give yeah. the offense a chance to win this ball game. I mean, I don't think it, it cannot be forgotten that from a defensive perspective, I mean, you held the Kansas City Chiefs to 17 points. That should be enough for your offense based on the way your offense has played this year. That should be enough for yeah. you to win this football game, in my opinion. So I feel like the defense has no reason to hang their heads. Um, I, I really, and this is not the first time I've seen this with the Ravens. Like there were games that they lost this year or games that they nearly lost this year where I felt the same, <clears throat> where I felt the same way, where it was like, Okay, I get what you're doing, Todd Muckin. I know you're trying to turn Lamar Jackson into a pocket passer, but at some point you got to read the game and just let him go, let him go, because you're going to lose this football game. Like mm. I, I feel like I saw that a couple of times this year, and we were and I think it was part of why, for the majority of the the early part of the season, we kept waiting. Mm-hmm. Like we were like, are the Ravens good? You know, it took so long for us to really feel like the Ravens were this good. And I yeah. think it was partly because of the offensive game plan. And and the problem with the plan is that clearly they're trying to create a more balanced offense, which I'm here for. But the problem is, is that they don't really have the personnel to do that yet. Um, so if I'm them, I'm you got to get I mean, there are so many people you could cut from this roster and just. They need a this wide receiver core is is ridiculous. Zay Flowers was a great draft pick last year. You don't think Bateman and Flowers <laughs> and uh, and OBJ is a good wide receiver core? No, I, I think no, I don't. I don't think they need OBJ. I think Rashad Bateman was absolutely no help to them in this game and has not been that great this year. Um, and mm. Nelson Aguilar. Is a joke. Oh yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so I'm I'm out on this receiver core, mm. except for Zay Flowers, and of course, I don't even think you need Mark Andrews anymore. Like, just if you have Isaiah Likely, what do you need Mark Andrews for? In case, I don't mean uh, in case he's triple covered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, of That's course, you also have. The, I love this kid, Justice Hill. He didn't do much in the run game, but he seems to always be available in the screen uh, screen game. But um, look, can we please talk about Steve Spagnola for a second? Because this guy and 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 you know I like that. You know I like that defense. Did you see the T-shirts that the defensive players had made up? No. Uh -uh. And and Spags was a little nervous about this because he was like, 
yeah, it's great that they showed these T-shirts after the game, but they showed up to the game wearing these things. <laughs> they created these crazy T-shirts that said, in Spags We Trust. And it looks like a it looks like a T-shirt from oh, a rock sweet. concert, and it's got yeah, Steve yeah. Spagnola in the middle with like laser eyes. alien eyes. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. That's dope. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, honestly, to sit there and watch Lamar Jackson stand in the pocket and not be able to find anybody open, he turned Lamar Jackson into a college quarterback. I, I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't know how else to put it other than the fact that he and, – and I think they mentioned it on the broadcast, like especially later in the game. They were like, look, if your second read's not there, Lamar's got to go. Like, just go. <laughs> like, at yeah. this point, nothing's worked, right? Yeah. You had that one great deep pass to Zay Flowers. He, Zay Flowers has 115 yards on the day. Nelson, Nelson Aguilar is, comes in second with 39 yards. I mean, like, what a drop yeah. off. Just go. Just run, right? I mean, I think they needed to just and, – and we just saw last week, we saw the Bills and Josh Allen run all over the Chiefs. Exactly. Despite the fact that – I mean, obviously, you know, Bills lost, but still – they were able to run on the Chiefs. And I, I, I just don't I don't understand. I and you had you had the home field advantage. I mean, the crowd was going crazy, and it felt like every time the Ravens were kind of doubting themselves, they brought out one of the uh, you know, one of the legends to just kind of step out onto the field during the commercial break to hype up the crowd. And yeah, uh, and it was sucks. Terrell sucks. Yeah, nothing worked. Nothing worked. It just didn't work. Um, I, I, that being said, I don't want. I'm not here for. Um, I am not here for all of this, like post collapse, Lamar. Nah. Hate stuff like you know. To me, this is not about. There are going to be people out there, these hot take artists who are going to come out and who have already come out and said. You know, see, Lamar, he can't win in a big spot. And it's like, to me, I feel like t- that take to me is is too disrespectful to the Kansas City Chiefs defense. Yep. Because they did not lose this game because Lamar choked. They lost this game because Spags had his boys ready to play. Exactly. That, that, that's how I feel about it. That's exactly it. He had his guys ready to play. They have the best defense they've had since Mahomes been quarterback. And yeah. you got to bring it to beat them, man. And uh, they were on it. And I thought, I saw, um, I saw a little bit of of Mahomes post game press conference, and you know, for obviously he's young, but but he's he's so experienced in this spot. I mean, he's been to six yeah. straight AFC Championship games. He's been to four out of the last five Super Bowls. Um, he spoke a lot about how, you know, hey. He's been to I four think, Super Bowls? No, no, no. Three. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Because he's lost one. He hasn't lost two Super Bowls. Yeah, I was thinking of that one. That wasn't a Super one, Bowl. With the I Bengals? Saying, <clears throat> I was thinking of the one they lost to the Patriots, but that wasn't a Super Bowl. Okay. Um, oh, because so, of the offsides? 
Yeah. <laughs> the guy offsides. Oh, I hate but the he, Patriots, um, man. He, um, he talked a lot about how he's grown over his career, and he talked a lot about how it's important to recognize in the game when your defense is balling out the way that they are, mm-hmm. you you realize like, okay, maybe I don't have to be so risky. Maybe I don't have to throw the deep ball. Maybe I can throw for the short two, three yard pet. Like maybe we can just make little chunk plays here and there. If we get a field goal, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as we're putting points on the board, we, we march down the field a little bit at a time. And I know that Spags and the rest of the boys will take care of their side of the ball. And then that way I don't have to feel like it's all on me, which mm. I felt like Uh-oh. Lamar, all these other quarterbacks could have learned such a massive lesson from that. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. You know um, who learned that early in their career? Tell me. Tom Brady. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, Derek I got to be the hero. I can. I could do it if I need to. But if I don't need yeah. to, why do it? Yeah, Exactly. Let's just like uh, Bill Belichick says, do your job. Do you think um, Patrick Mahomes is ever gonna like uh, reveal a cucumber behind, behind me? <laughs> that would be so funny. Just embrace the Kermit, embrace the Kermit, and fucking <laughs> pull a little cucumber out. <laughs> Speaking of the Brady um, Mahomes comparison, I saw this yesterday. Um, through oh, through, through the first six seasons, Mahomes has a fourteen and three p- playoff record. Brady is twelve and two. Mahomes has four AFC titles. Brady had three. Patrick Mahomes had two Super Bowls. Has two Super Bowls. Brady had three at the time. So, I mean, I think whatever. I'm not. I don't really care about the whole goat conversation. I personally think yeah. that I think, I think that Mahomes, Mahomes is better than Brady, but it's just different. That's a dynasty, and it's another dynasty, the next dynasty. And, and also, you know, Mahomes is the is different because he's a product of his particular mm-hmm. quarterback generation, which right. is a type of quarterback that didn't exist when Brady was coming right. up. It um, wasn't embraced. Tr- yeah, sure, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I'm not. I'm not interested in having a go debate. Yeah, back um, then, like in the right up until the Brady era began, they weren't. They were trying to pigeonhole quarterbacks into if you are mobile or athletic, then you're this type of guy, and if you are, you know, pocket passer was more what they wanted. I know that baseball makes you fall asleep, but I always find it kind of fascinating that you can see, you can see that Mahomes plays played baseball. Oh, sorry. What In the that? way that you, I feel like you can tell by yeah. the way he plays, like that he played baseball. Like sometimes the way he kind of slings it mm-hmm. sli- sidearm real quick, but also like when there's a bad snap, like he just picks it up like it's like it's mm-hmm. skipping off the ground like a shortstop. Ah, like yeah. you know what I mean? And like a lot of bad snaps this game. There were a so lot many right things. at his ankles. Yeah, there were so many things that I saw him do in this game mm-hmm. uh, that was like, yeah. That makes sense. He played baseball. He was really good. He didn't just play. He was really good. Like, he could have actually yeah. played professional baseball. Um, so, I think that's helped him. I'm glad he chose football over baseball because, God. Me too, boring. man. We got us a, Can you imagine? a treasure. What a loss that would have been. <laughs> what a loss. The Bills would have had, like, two Super Bowls by now. I'd be dealing with that shit. Oh, uh, that's true. 
everybody's everybody else in the league is like, God damn it, why couldn't he play baseball? <laughs> um, but uh, congrats to them. Congrats to Andy Reid. Congrats to Travis Kelsey. This might be his hoorah. His last is a farewell. Who knows? They're talking about a possibility of him retiring. Hmm. So it'd be nice to go out on top, especially mm-hmm. when you do go on top. You feel like Whoa! it don't get no better than that, baby. It's true. So he was on one after the game on top of the world. He's you know they win another AFC Championship game. He's dating the biggest pop star on the face of the planet. She's down on the field. They're kissing, and he's up on the stage with the Lamar. Lamar. I mean the the the, the trophy for the AFC Championship bears the original Chiefs owner's name, <laughs> the, the Lamar mm. Hunt Trophy. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. you, you, do they uh the does that is that conspiracy theory dead now of the logo thing? A hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. So now the new conspiracy theory that everyone Uh-oh. is talking about is that, you know, since the Kelsey Swift relationship became a thing, it has been written into the script that the Chiefs were going to make it to the Super Bowl because the NFL wants Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl. So no, I'm not serious people. It's dumb. I have more. If we're going to do the MVP and shit got learned and trash and stuff, I, I have more to say about that. Okay. Uh, let's see. Look, we can move on to the next game, which was, oh, my Lord, an absolute heartbreak for Lions fans. Um, we got to say that was a heart for the last game. That was a heartbreak for Ravens fans. That sure. was rough. That was rough, man. Yeah, and there was like so... That. There was so much hype about the fact that this was the first, and I didn't. It, it never really dawned on me that this was the first AFC Championship game in that building or in Baltimore since the Baltimore Colts. Damn, I, I didn't know that. I, like, I just assumed that that yeah. Ravens team that won it, you know, with Ray Lewis and all those guys. I just assumed that they had yeah, played an AFC Championship either. game at home, and I didn't realize until they started showing these old Colts highlights. I was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I didn't. That's nuts. Yes, yeah, so I felt uh, bad for them too. I feel bad for. I mean, I, Lamar shouldn't. The haters are the haters. They're gonna be there no matter what. So I hope they don't buy into that shit mm. and just keep rolling, man. Y'all are a really good team, and <laughs> only one could win it every year. And you're up right. against this dynasty now, man. This, yep. They figured it out like last week. They figured out <laughs> their offense, <laughs> and it wasn't even the offense really. It was the defense that that carried the day. So it turns out all they needed to do was just play the Bills again. That's like their lucky charm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they beat the Bills in Buffalo amidst uh, fans throwing snowballs and shit, and. Uh, yeah, it's just like it's like when the Patriots were on top. It's just like, well, we got our squad, but yeah, Patriots are the Patriots. Yeah, Lamar's got Lamar's this this uh, generation's Peyton Manning, so he'll get him one or two probably, like Manning did. He got time. <clears throat> I hope. All so. right, we can move on. I really, I hope so. I really like Lamar. I think he deserves one. Um, I think it's taken. <clears throat> It's taken too long for the Ravens to build around him. That's I think true. they I think they waited too long because I think it's partly because he has this otherworldly put on the Superman cape type 
talent. Mm-hmm. Um, it's taken them too long to get him what he needs. And I hope that they address that in the draft this year. We saw that with your team back in the day. Yep. With Michael Vick. Yep. Just take it for granted. Never got him offensive line. Yep. Never let him be a pocket passer. And then we got to see him later in his career be a pocket passer in Philly under Andy Reid. True. And it's like, could it look what could have been? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I mean, speaking of the Falcons, the Lions did their best impression of the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> Uh, as Dan Gamble, mm. uh, it was also kind of a Kyle Shanahan impression. If you think about it, I mean, he's <laughs> blowing 17 point leads. Uh, <laughs> 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 I got a, oh, it's a really good question for you. Yep. How is the Lions loss <laughs> Kyle Shanahan's fault? Easy. I mean, clearly year after year, we are out here putting Kyle Shanahan as the gold standard of NFL Mm -hmm. coaching, right? The Mm -hmm. media does it. Everybody does it. Everybody looks up to Kyle Shanahan, the boy genius, right? Um, But the problem is, is that if you look up to the boy genius who has a tendency to blow (laughs) double digit point leads, then Uh, you should not be surprised when you too start mm. blowing double digit point leads. (laughs) So imitation is the best form of flattery. Yes, and it's also the best way for you to lose and go home in absolute shame and tears if Kyle Shanahan is the thing that you're trying to imitate. Um, Wow. I mean, look, I could credit Kyle Shanahan for the 49ers' second half turnaround. I'm not going to do that, of course, because (laughs) I I don't feel like you deserve credit for crawling out of a 17-point hole that you dug yourself into, right? So – Plus, there's a fair amount of luck involved in this game. I mean, that IU catch, yeah. to me, the whole game kind of revolves around that insane IU catch that kind of yeah should have been uh, a pick. I mean, and then right after that <clears throat> is the fumble. Yeah, but I'm just it, saying. It like, all like, falls apart, yeah. If I could point to one play, you know what I mean? It, yeah. it, and it's not fair to do that because there were probably about five or six plays that – had they not gone the way they went, had Craig Reynolds not dropped that fourth down. I mean, it was right in his hands. He drops a fourth and two pass. That would have been a mm-hmm. first down conversion. There's that you could point to at least five or six different things in this game. Had they gone like the a different fact that way. there was a fourth and two pass. Exactly. 
Um, <laughs> like uh, they, there should have been at least six more points on the on the Lions side. So I, I don't, you know, Brandon Ayuk making this otherworldly, just crazy circus catch on an underthrown football. I do not credit Kyle Shanahan for that play, right? I credit Brandon Ayuk. Uh, and I, apparently we're crediting the ladybug that landed on his shoe before the game, which he talked about after the game. I'm like, what are you talking Stop about? <laughs> Stop it. Tell us about your tarot card reader. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm not giving Kyle Shanahan credit for that. I oh, continue wow. To, <laughs> I continue to fuck that guy all day, every day, twice on Sundays. <laughs> um, but what I do want to talk about is – I mean, honestly, like, okay, so the Lions are just completely blowing the 49ers out of the water in the first half. Up, I was 20, like, damn. What was it? 24 to 7? Was that it? Yeah. At one point, it was 24 to 7. Up 24 to 7 at the half. Um, I actually watched the first half of this game before I went to sleep um, and thought, cool they got this and i woke up and when i saw the score i was like oh no and i felt so bad when they kept doing those cutaways <laughs> to to uh ford field and barry sanders packed yeah ford field they're not even playing at ford field and the place looks like it's completely sold out i, I yeah. was absolutely gutted for those fans showing um, barry sanders up there waving and stuff <laughs> and mm-hmm. all of this uh this monkey gonna be lifted from their shoulders and and then Dan Campbell gets in his own way. Is yeah, let's talk about the Dan Gamble side of things. Um so I I I I mean we've we've made we, we have never tried to hide the fact that we really love this guy. Yeah. Um but I have to I cannot I can't walk you almost have to bury him. And I get again, we mentioned it when we were talking about the last game. At some point, you have to read the room. You just have to read the room. You have to sort of – and I feel like he made this mistake. We saw him make very similar types of mistakes uh, in this, like, very much, uh, you know, covered Lions-Cowboys game, this whole situation where the Lions were going to go for two and then they got wrongly penalized, in my opinion – for you know, because the ref got confused about which lineman had reported as eligible, which and he then, did purposely. <clears throat> exactly. So you can you can frame it that way. But the point I'm trying to make is that in that situation, as they get the penalty, you're now like even further away from the goal line, and Dan Campbell's yeah. like, "Fuck it, I'm still going to go for it." And it's like, "No, that's the raw." I'm sorry, I understand, and 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 you can say all you want, like, "Hey, look, that's who we are." That's our philosophy. You shouldn't yeah, be that. <laughs> your philosophy, if you like, I still think Dan Camp Dan Campbell is a good coach. Don't get me wrong, but he needs to understand that your philosophy needs to be flexible. Like you have to. This is the mm-hmm. same problem that I have with analytics, right? Yep. Now, as much as I like the analytical side of the game that has become so much more popular over the last five to ten years. Um, analytics, the one thing that analytics can't do, analytics cannot like factor in, um, you're playing away from home. It's the NFC championship game. Yep. Um, Momentum. 
momentum is completely shifting away from you, if you tie the game, you might be able to sort of pause that momentum. Every little point counts at that point, mm-hmm. at, at, at that juncture of the game. It, analytics, because as far as what I saw, both of the fourth down attempts that they failed to get that could have been game-tying field goals, it was literally, a, according to analytics, it was a 50-50 split. Mm. Oh, wow. Um, and, it's you know. Like, and it's, it's also telling your team you don't trust the defense. Or, or you don't. Uh, it, it sends a bad signal. I don't know, man. I was just. I said, and also, like, again. if we're if you want us to give you a pass. Because this is your philosophy, then why didn't you go for it on fourth and goal at the end of the first half? Right. You took the field goal. Yep. That 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 was completely against your philosophy. And you could tell he did not want to kick that field goal at the end of the first half because they called a timeout. Mm-hmm. They left the offense on the field. And at the last possible second, at the end of the timeout, you saw him raise his hands and reluctantly say, field goal, field goal. Like, And you could see his face like wincing, like, God damn it, I don't want to kick this field goal. But he kicked it. Um, and I think he got into his own head. And, and I mean, to be fair, like he takes full – he's like, look, I get it. It's part of the gig. I understand that. I'll take the criticism that comes with it. This is who we are. And the players backed him too. Um, Obviously, I agree. Craig Reynolds should have made that catch. He makes that catch. That drive keeps going. Mm -hmm. Um, He dropped another one too. He did, yeah. They got got golf on the move. Uh, They kind of stopped running the ball uh until they ran the ball and ran the clock out kind of. Forced themselves to run a timeout. That was another big moment in the game that he's getting dunked on for. As far as I could tell, most people are saying that's like the worst thing he did. Um, it is the worst, yeah. Like you yeah. made yourself call timeout. You know you need to score twice, and you can't really get an onside kick, which they need to look at that in the offseason. Instead of looking at this fucking fumble yeah. in the end zone, look at the onside kick and how we can figure that out. Yeah. And, you know, I don't. I, I come out of this game a little confused about how I should feel about the 49ers in general. Um, because now, if you just look at the two games that they've played, I was just the, last, say that. the last two games that they've played, I don't think you would be crazy to argue that they probably should have lost both of these games. Oh, yeah. Right? Or, or, or like literally one thing goes another way and they lose. Um, yeah. And it, and so, it shows that, like, uh, Purdy is going to have it a, a because he had to kind of take it into, like, his legs because yeah. his arm was really failing him. And, <laughs> and all of this, like, oh, my God, second half of this game, Purdy, you know, has, you know, I'm seeing all these articles like, oh, Purdy is officially elite. And I'm like, eh. no, he's not. I'm like, come on, dude. Like, for me, that crazy circus catch – that Ayuk makes that should have been an interception. If that's an interception, if that guy does his job and intercepts that ball, we're having a totally different conversation about the 49ers, right? Yeah. If, uh, what's what's that? Jennings doesn't make that falling forward, leaning backwards, one hand catch on a pass that was very ill-advised. Man, if he doesn't make that catch or if, uh, Juszczyk doesn't make that amazing toe drag catch. 
right. to get them out of trouble. Like there's some plays. The whole team was making plays. Yeah. Uh, so to to act like his Purdy was out there dropping dimes, nah, man. The thing Purdy did was he used his legs. Uh, if the play was falling apart, he fought through stuff and he, he played hard. But we can't mm-hmm. act like this is an MVP caliber player, man. He j- he showed his true colors. I'm a little. I'm actually a little annoyed that he has been nominated as 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 an MVP. Yeah. And um, it was obvious, like when he lost, he lost some weapons during the season. They lost every single game. Yep. And he looked bad. Yep. And then Debo comes back, McCaffrey comes back, and they start winning again. Like the ship is set, is is righted again. It's obvious yep. that he's not the most valuable player. Debo and McCaffrey are both more valuable than him for his team, let alone the entire league. 100%. 100%. I had a, a clip, a, a short clip from Dan Campbell's interview. Of course, the whole thing is out there, uh, his post game. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wanted to just play a little 30 seconds of it mm-hmm. for us. I'm really, I'm really proud of all, all these guys. I am. I mean, and uh, it's hard when you lose that way. I can't see him. Um, it's no, hard. Okay. You know, you feel like you get your heart ripped out. So, um, but I'm proud of that group, and I'll go anywhere with that group. And uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm messing up over here, man. Mm, it's early. We did some really <laughs> good things, but today we we didn't do enough, and. Uh, and it's tough. Damn. Hmm. Sounds like he's about to. Call me Helga Moss. About to cry, man. I feel he, so bad for that guy. The other thing that he said in that press conference, which I think kind of slipped out, was this could be our la- This could have been our only chance. He said, "This could. We might never get back here." That's true. Uh. I mean, that's what you say at the halftime and stuff like that. Like, I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. Uh, I mean, obviously, look, okay, so one of the things that we haven't talked about is the 49ers defense and the way that they stepped up in the second half. Um, Because they, you know, the Lions came out and punched him in the face (laughs) to start this game. And, And they really figured some shit out in the second half. Uh, and Fred and, Warner, man, and Greenlaw. Do you see when mm. Greenlaw hit that dude so hard that he uh, hurt his shoulder? Yeah, yeah. And then he had to come out for a second, and he comes back <clears> in <throat> and is all over the place again. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Chase Young showing how smart their GM is. Mm. Midseason trade, bringing mm-hmm. Chase Young in there because him and Bosa, man, they started making golf move. And you know, once golf starts like getting antsy in the pocket, the ball starts skipping. Yep. And it and it started happening in the second half. Even though golf golf was he was hanging in there, but they were all over, man. And uh what's the name? Ward. Yeah, the, I mean, at the beginning of the game, it looked like there was no way <laughs> San Francisco would ever stop this team. Mm. When everything was working, they were getting first down on second down, first down on first down. It's like they didn't even see third downs the first like two drives or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you get a couple punts, the game slows down a bit, and then once that defense settled in, uh, and they forced that fumble, which was, I think, uh, the running back lined up wrong. Mm. Yeah, they and, scored. Uh, they scored those those seventeen points they scored in the third quarter. 
essentially took place over the course of like seven or eight minutes of game time. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's like, talk about, talk about turning a game around quick. Yeah. Um, and they, did they score on all of their, they did. No. Well, no, it was a- they, the, the 49ers scored on almost all of their second half possessions. Yeah. Right. And then it, it got to where whatever could go wrong <laughs> did go wrong. Because <clears throat> mm-hmm. they had a perfect punt that would have pinned oh, yeah. 49ers at the one at the half yard line. Yeah. And the guy steps out of the end zone, man. And the ball yeah. kind of bounced up in the air. He had time to like relax, get your feet right. There's another guy here too. Yep. And it just man, everything that could go wrong went wrong. And and even coaching, even the coach messed up in the end once it got out of hand. And ah. and now next year is going to be very interesting to see what happens with these Lions. Um, obviously, Dan Campbell will still be there. No way. Ben Johnson is absolutely going to be gone, the rumors are. Oh, really? Um, oh, yeah. The offensive coordinator is going to be gone. The rumors are that that it, obviously it's there's only two head coaching positions left. It's the Seahawks and the Commanders. Um, the rumors are the commanders are making a hard push for Ben Johnson. I don't so, know if he's going to work as a head coach. We'll see. Obviously, yeah. Um, I would. I, I would wanted argue, the commanders to get Bill Belichick. <clears throat> I mean, I would. I would argue that as far as a head coaching position, the commanders are in the best spot. Right? They mm-hmm. they have a pretty good complement of offensive weapons they need a quarterback but they have the number two overall pick so you know and they've got new owners eager to make a change um i feel like the commanders are close to being competitive i don't know how good they'll be but they'll be at least competitive uh and what are the detroit lions going to look like without without ben Mm. johnson i have no idea yeah man i have no idea Man, that's grim. Mm-hmm. Could be. It could be. Um, but uh, we have our splendidly sexy, salacious, slippery, Super Bowl extravaganza matchup set. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this will be a rematch of the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers, uh, the, the pre-pandemic Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. If everyone remembers that, um, yeah. I guess some people would argue that the last time these two teams played, we suffered a global pandemic. So mm. uh, let's we'll hope that doesn't let's, let's hope that doesn't happen again, because <laughs> uh, that was not fun uh, for a lot of people. Um, but yeah, I'm here for it. I, I I get that everybody hates the Chiefs now. Um, I don't. No, it's I don't. fun to watch a dynasty, man. I don't either. I mean, I hated the Patriots because... Oh, it's a rivalry for me. I mean, it's a rivalry for you, but there were so many more scandals linked to the Patriots during their dynasty um, that it just became... Re- yeah. For me, it became very easy to dislike them, even though I had no dog in the fight. And then, of course, I had to suffer through 28-3, to so suddenly I had a personal dog in that fight at that point. Um, but One day I, we got to talk about 28 to three. What we do. <laughs> what exactly, 
Do we need? Why do we need to talk delve, about that? I want to delve into that. I need to know more. <laughs> well, we have two weeks before the Super Bowl, so if you want to do an episode where we uh, we do a deep dive on worst painful losses, most painful uh, collapses of in the Super Bowl history, I'm pretty sure I know which one is on the top of the list. Um, yeah, mm. I, I'm excited. I, I I'm excited. Obviously, I, I wanted to see the Lions. Um, that was the other Lions conspiracy. Ravens was the one I wanted, and we got the opposite. <laughs> the other conspiracy after the Ravens Chiefs game was oh, the, the script writers for the NFL have decided that the last game of the season is going to be the same game as the first game of the season. Remember Thursday night football, yeah. week one, Chiefs Lions, and it was like, yeah. and then that conspiracy died very quickly. Uh, and they never say, oh, that was not, it's not true. You know, they never come back and just like with the follow up. No. I was wrong. <clears throat> it's like these people who predict the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, the Mayan, remember the Mayan thing? Yeah. They always just go, well, it's actually, uh, it's later. I miscalculated, but it's coming. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll get back to you with my new calculation. And, uh, yeah, give in, me a couple in, months. Yeah. Um, I I happen to, I mean, whatever. It would have been cool for the Lions to make the Super Bowl. I, based on what I'm seeing from the Chiefs, I don't think they would have had a snowball's chance in hell beating the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. No. So I think we probably got the best matchup. We did. I, I really we do. Did. I think I think we got the best matchup. We got two good defenses. Um, you know, we got uh, the 49ers offense is just chock full of stars and fun mm-hmm. players to watch. And the Chiefs uh, apparently figure, have found wherever their switch was that they needed to flip. They found it and they flipped it, and now they're and now they're humming. So I, I think we're I think we're going to have a good one. Man. I wonder, uh, I can't see how your uh, Shanahan hate is going to go if they win this game. Hmm. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. How can I? He's got the better team. Yep. So it's like, oh, you had to load your roster. Maybe you can go that. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. You had to go get Chase Young. You really had to go get Chase Young (laughs) midseason. McCaffrey midseason last year. I mean, I can see it. I, it's way easier for for me to see how the 49ers blow this game. Um, yeah, they'll be their favorites already, but it's only one one point five or something like that. Yeah, that's that'll change. Yeah, I think that'll change. Chiefs look scary to me, man. Uh, you got any uh, superlatives? I do. Uh, for MVP, I'm gonna say. Honestly, I could say Steve Spagnola, to be honest. But mm. it, when I saw the box score for this Chiefs game, 11 targets, 11 receptions, 116 yards, and a touchdown, starting off the party with a one-handed, highly contested catch while falling into the back of the end zone to help the Chiefs reach the Super Bowl again. I, I got to go with Travis Kelsey because yeah. before last week – this dude hadn't caught a touchdown since week 11. Damn. We are used to seeing the Chiefs flip the switch, but we've never seen them flip it this late. Um, on top of that, Kelsey breaks the Jerry Rice playoff receptions record. This man is a tight end, y'all. Yeah. A tight end. 
breaking a receptions record held by what is arguably one of the best receivers in NFL history. To me, that's insane. So Travis Kelsey, he has to be my real MVP. Mm. Mm. You the real MVP. Um, they mentioned something during the uh, during the game. I think it was Tony Romo that the. Mm. I'm gonna say it's. Did he, uh, me- Steve- <laughs> did did he, he mention, mention that uh, Travis Kelsey? That did, did he mention that somebody was a football player? <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to the chat, man. That was fun, actually. I thought it was not. I thought it was gonna be dumb, but I liked it. They mentioned during uh, that game that in the second half, teams have averaged seven points. Against the Kansas City Chiefs. That's crazy. <laughs> Seven points. So I got to say my MVP, who kept it going <coughs> against a high-powered offense that was punching them in the fucking mouth beginning of the game and then ends up basically getting garbage time points at the end of the game. Mm. I got to go with Steve Spagnuolo, man. Spags. Yeah. He was, he's been holding it down. Uh, yeah. Mahomes said himself, this is the best defense he's been a part of. If you're making mm-hmm. Mahomes understand that I could take a back seat and go ahead and win this championship, you're doing something right. Putting mm-hmm. p- players in the right places, confusing top-level quarterbacks. I got to give it to him, man. He's he's helped make this team uh, what it is. And we were, were concerned about them because they were struggling on offense. But little <laughs> did we know that defense was going to carry today. So I got to give it yeah. to uh, Steve Spagnuolo. <clears throat> you the real MVP. Um. I got some trash too. Mm. Um, the people who continue to complain about Taylor Swift cutaways at Chiefs games. I mean, I, yes. I, I get it. I, I get it. I really yes. do. Just why and, why Andy Reid took play calling duties away from Matt Nagy and gave them to Taylor Swift is just completely beyond my comprehension. It makes no <laughs> sense. And the way she changes the complexity of a game while not winding up in the box score just feels unfair to all of these dickless men who are frankly entitled to complain as much as they want about the players that root they root for and, and who they're sleeping with. I, I mm. for one feel like we should have a swift cast where we get a little box on the screen so that we can see what she's up to during the entire game, because I don't trust her given her lack of experience with the game of football better yet. <laughs> let's get a version of the broadcast with all of the wives and girlfriends chiming in. Because we don't know what these women are up to. But honestly, more than that, all of these unoriginal, short-sighted, feckless men who continue to complain about Taylor Swift cutaways, I for one hope that one day they all have daughters. Mm. And I hope that whoever their daughters choose to date will result in the same mindless, misogynistic criticism so that they might one day realize just how fucking stupid this whole thing is. And don't try to tell me that the same people didn't love the shot of, you know, uh, shirtless Jason Kelsey, Mm -hmm. shit-faced drunk, jumping out of the Bills, uh, you know, box you know Mm -hmm. during that game because i know they did which is fine it's okay you can like taylor swift the girlfriend and you can also like drunk ass shirtless jason kelsey at the same time those two things do not contradict one another Mm -hmm. there's 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 nothing there 
to to stop you from doing that. And don't get it twisted. I don't even like Taylor Swift's music. Okay. I, I don't hate it. It's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. And when this all started, I was in the camp that this was a fake ass PR move. Mm-hmm. But over time, I changed my opinion based on new information, which is something that is not trendy anymore. So I get that. But maybe, just maybe, the people complaining about Taylor Swift cutaways can find something more football relevant to complain about instead of acting like a hot, steaming pile of underfunk trash there. You are trash! I said it. I said it. It's out there. So true, man. And then they're hiding it, hiding their misogyny <clears throat> behind some uh, noble feelings of the purest, purest game. It's, get the fuck out of here. You don't like that shit because she's a woman. <laughs> it's great. Exactly. It's great. I love it. I'm, I'm done with it. I can't top that. I should have gone first. Uh, my trash got to be, uh, it's unfortunate, but you got to call a spade a spade. Dan Campbell with his play calling. Mm-hmm. That kind of, uh, or decision making. He's mm-hmm. the coach. You know, I guess it's Ben Johnson calling the plays that stop mm-hmm. running the ball as much or whatever. But you're going up against a top defense. You got a 24 to 7 lead. There's no reason that you should lose this game. And changing your philosophy mid game, as you alluded to earlier, uh, it showed us that still some growth to go and you got to get out of your own way, which the team on the other, I'm sorry, the coach on the other sidelines learned along the way, hopefully for his sake. <laughs> That he can uh, put it all together and continue <laughs> well, to stay out of his own way. But we'll see Dan Campbell had to learn it. And for that day, you are trash. Yeah, if you're learning things from Kyle Shanahan about blowing leads, um, <laughs> you, you need to look at yourself in the mirror, bro. Um, mm-hmm. I, I learned some shit too. Um, yeah. Besides the fact that I learned that we're going to have to endure countless articles about Lamar Jackson not being a real quarterback, I learned that the NFL script writers are really on one this year. Not only do we get a Super Bowl rematch between the Chiefs and the 49ers, this time we will witness what is easily one of the greatest quarterbacks known to man facing off against a quarterback who has been defined by his ability to overcome his status as Mr. Irrelevant. I mean, how many times are we going to hear that story in the next two weeks? Also, this will be only the sixth time that the two same two of the same teams will meet up in the in the Super Bowl for a true Super Bowl rematch. The team that won the original game is highly favored historically, as they have won four out of six of these rematches that have taken place. The Cowboys uh, beating the Steelers and the Bills, right? No, but I'm talking about teams that like they lost to a team and then they beat them the next time. Oh, okay. Oh, Bills never won. So, Sorry. <laughs> so that yeah, exactly. So the Cowboys were able to beat the Steelers after losing to them twice, and then of course the Eagles were able to beat the Patriots after losing to them. Um, those are the only two teams that have ever done it. Um, mm. The script the scriptwriters have also given us a miraculous NFC Championship comeback by Kyle Shanahan, who I'm not sure if people know this is more known for how he manages to blow big leads in a big spot. Um, will they write Kyle to the mountaintop Mm. or is this just one of those magical plot twists where they make you think he's destined for greatness before they snatch it away from him at the last second. Thanks to yet another inevitable, uh, bit of wizardry by Patrick Mahomes. I think, you know what I'm rooting for. I can't wait to see how this movie ends. I'm here for it. I think I might actually stay up and watch the Super Bowl this year. I'm, I'm Ooh, excited. Let's go. We're going to hang out with Sean. Let's go watch it over there. 
Let's do it because I don't think anyone in my family is gonna. I don't think hey, they're that's gonna why, stay up. That's why I leave the house on Super Bowl. I don't think anyone here is interested in staying up for it. Okay. Uh, I don't have a shit got learned, but I like that. Uh, mm. Put some spec on. You got anybody you putting spec on? Uh, well, I didn't write anything, but I guess it's got to be spags, really. Like, uh, I don't, I don't, it, and it's not, it's not, it, it, do you know he hasn't, like, he hasn't taken one interview request for a head coach. He was a head coach before. He probably don't want that shit anymore. He coached the Giants, maybe, right? <clears throat> maybe it's that. Maybe he doesn't, maybe you're right. Maybe he doesn't want it. Yeah. Because I don't understand I don't understand. He's I, re- I really, there. he's like, I'm good. I'm good. Maybe I he's got fine. in here. I'll keep riding with this. Yeah. I, I, I just think he. New York could do that to you, man. <laughs> That's true. The New York yeah. media. He's probably like, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. He's my spec too. I've had spec on him already, but I feel like everybody's on notice now because it's mm. quick. It's, everybody's quick to say Andy Reid. And uh, and Pat Mahomes, but this season hasn't been about their offense. They got a really, really good defense put together really quickly when mm-hmm. this guy got on board. So, mm-hmm. yeah, good. And hire they used Andy. to be, and I feel like they used to be kind of like the Lions, that team mm-hmm. that couldn't stop a nosebleed on defense, but as yep. long as they had Patrick Mahomes scoring thirty. Four or thirty-five points a game. Like right. that, they they used to win games by like we don't care about defense. We're just going to outscore you, right? Yeah. And now they've completely flipped the whole thing upside down. And now they're winning because of their defense. I mean they they yeah. couldn't be more like the Patriots. It's it's crazy. And that's the uh, that's like the essence of a dynasty, mm-hmm. where they keep winning and evolve as a team to where it's like it's not the one thing anymore. And the Patriots mm-hmm. did that. They had two runs of three Super Bowls and then reset and then it's a different squad. Only thing stays the same pretty much as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this mm-hmm. is uh we're watching a dynasty. Yep. Like it or not, even if they lose, I still think we're watching we're witnessing a dynasty. Agreed. Cause they're all of these Super Bowls in a row. I mean winning it is different, but that's great. Yep. Glad to glad to be able to watch it. I got to live through, even though it really hurt, I got to live through the Patriots and mm. this Chiefs dynasty in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty rare. I feel bad for all these other teams that are living through the Patrick Mahomes era. Like what a drag. Oof. Imagine being a Raiders <laughs> or Ra- a Chargers fan, Sean. <laughs> Chargers and Raiders and Broncos. Ugh. That, that division's gonna that I mean just the coaching staff in that division is going to be fascinating next mm. year. You're going to have Andy yeah, Reid. Uh, you're going to have Harbaugh. Peyton. Peyton. And then, and of Pierce. course, sorry, Antonio Pierce, but you're going to have to go to the bottom of the pile on that one. Yeah, he's got to go up against <laughs> those guys, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right. Well, we'll get out of here. We'll be back next week, though. We'll uh, have a some. Uh, we'll have a fun episode as we gear up and ramp up for the Super Bowl, and then we'll put mm. some bets together too for those of you out there. We'll have a nice Super Bowl, uh, a bet heavy Super Bowl ready for y'all. But, uh, yeah, man, it's been another fun one. I'm about to ride up to Gothenburg, so if y'all yeah. in Gothenburg, come check me out today and tomorrow. Be doing some comedy, so hope to see y'all there. It has been Jonathan Rollins. Skip Mizara. With Sp-
the NFL. We'll catch y'all soon. Peace. Later, y'all.